What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. In today's episode, I talk about leadership, talk about cultivating leaders. I talk about learning how to let go. Uh, it was It's a short one, but it's a good one, and it might give you some principles to help you uh, on your business journey. So I hope you like it. I hope you get something out of it, and I hope uh, that you continue to crush it. Thank you for listening to this podcast, and we'll catch you in the next episode. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right. They're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener. It's so much better. And that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time. And that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat. And that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets Podcast. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. So today, I really want to just emphasize leadership. I want to emphasize what it's going to take for you to build a team that is loyal to you. Uh, I think, you know, you, you, you have a lot of people in our industry, contractors, that built their businesses out of spite. I think we all know that. I think there's a few ears listening to this right now that the only reason you started a business was because of how much you resented the person you worked for. And um, as a human, you know, one of the things that I believe we all are entitled to is some form of autonomy, some form of trust in a certain capacity that we are capable um, humans are amazing. And I think, uh, I mean, that word's an understatement in itself, but I think what we need to realize as leaders in our business is that we've got to learn how to cultivate leaders. And of course I've mentioned this before, but today I just feel called to, to hit on this because if you can develop leaders, you'll never run out of leaders. You know, some people look at me and say, well, Tanner, how are you sitting in your office? How are you able to run your business from home, uh, with doing a little over a million dollars in revenue with 11 employees. How were you able to be home every single day doing what you love, doing whatever you want, uh, and maintain a phenomenal reputation, maintain a phenomenal standard, maintain uh, incredible work-life balance? And I have to tell you that the only way that works is if I have individuals that have bought in to me that are on my side, okay? These are what I like to call my confidants. And if you have yet to find a confidant in your business, that's somebody who is your ride or die, right? That's that person that cares enough to make sure people aren't taking advantage of you, cares enough to make sure that your business is is thriving, cares enough about the vision that they're willing to stake their name on it and treat it as if it's their vision and their business. And you might think, well, why would anyone want to do that? Especially if you never had someone like that. That's a question you might be thinking. And I'll tell you, there are people that want that. You know why? Those are the people that appreciate the opportunity. Those are the people that appreciate you giving them the opportunity, but it requires you to actually care as much about their life and the things that they have going on in their world that you have the power to help with, to have empathy for, and to create value in the same way you expect them 
to care about your business. And I think that's the biggest issue that I see with leaders or, 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 or want to be leaders that they disregard. And I think everyone should understand that in any relationship, it's give and take. It does not matter if it's a manager and a business. You see this through your own experience. If you were somebody that left, if you were somebody that went and found another opportunity because you weren't treated well, ultimately loyalty can be broken no matter the position that you're in. Okay, so what keeps people around and what keeps people in a position where they want to fight for your cause? They want to fight for your brand. They want to fight for your reputation because you're fighting for them. You're fighting for their ability to grow, their ability to learn, their ability to create, their ability to exercise their gifts, their talents, their strengths in a capacity that they probably have never had an opportunity to do so. And in other industries, it's not as much of a great opportunity because typically you're managing people that have had experience managing, have had experience growing, have had worked in healthy environments, have had worked in growth environments. In our industry, there's individuals that have never had a really great opportunity. And when you come across an individual like that, it's your responsibility to create that great opportunity and it creates loyalty. Now, I can't tell you guys enough how many times I have had to help individuals with personal life situations. And it was sometimes not voluntary. Okay. And, and some of you guys catch my drift, you know, as much as I want to, I also have to make sure that I'm not being taken advantage of. Okay. But I also understand that there's certain situations that I either help with or it's going to create further damage. And I can't build this individual enough to contribute positively to my business. And I also understand this concept is that if I help you, I want to see how you give it back to me in terms of your loyalty to my business and my brand. And some of this might be going right over your head, but I want you to really think about this. I want you to look at they're individuals that have been loyal to you. And I want you to look at the fact that they are very aware that you're making the profit. They are very aware that you are the person who's getting the glory. Okay. And I want you to reframe your mindset about this. And I really want you to understand that at some point, there's going to have to be some give on your end. If you want to keep these leaders, if you want them to continue to grow, if you want them to continue to be loyal, if you want them to continue to build your brand. And that give and take is finding out what they're striving for in their personal life. That is my suggestion to you. These are your confidants, okay? These are the closest people to you. This is the person that you trust on the job. This is the person that you're calling throughout the day to make sure things are going well. This is the person that you soon hope will take over uh, in whatever capacity that you have thought about because they deserve it. These are, these are the ones that you hold close because not everyone's going to be like that, especially when you grow. Okay, the next level is constituents. These are people that are there because of the opportunity they have rather than there for your vision. Okay, so that's the next level of, of individuals that you'll be around. Okay, these are constituents. So that's, that's, the, that's the employees that come to work for the paycheck and they go home. Um, and, and that's all that they're going to do. So when I look at a business and I look at tiers of the individuals that come across my paths, you know, there's people that come and go. Um, there's, there's, uh, you know, I had somebody who, who quit this week, you know, and, and it was unfortunate, but, um, you know, ultimately 
our business is never going to be flipped upside down unless one of my confidants quits. That's when we sound the alarms, you know, and I have three really good ones that, you know, I go to bat for just as much as they go to bat for me. Essentially, I have three mini business owners that, um, you know, I mean, make it possible for me to do what I do, make it possible for me to spend time with my family, make it possible for me to reap the rewards of time, make it possible for me to be able to coach you as I, as I am now. And that is because I put those leaders in that position, but I didn't do it in a way that said, now you owe me because I gave you this. There's never been a time where I felt that way as if they owe me anything. No one owes me anything. Okay. And that's a really important mindset to have, especially in a leadership position, especially if you've never been a boss, especially if this is your first business is you've got to get over, uh, the, the, the power trip that comes with, um, having individuals work for you. Okay. Essentially, you know, it's, 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 I work alongside you. I just happen to be the person that took the risk and I happen to be the person that, uh, holds the liability. So I am due the rewards for that. And everyone understands that concept in business is that the owner gets the rewards because they're taking the risks. Okay. So, you know, that's, that, that's not much of a discussion about feeling that the profit share isn't in line with uh, expectations. But what I really want to get at again, going back to this is the fact that when we have individuals that are in our business, okay, we have to identify the people that are going to bat for us quickly. And when we do that, we've got to make it a conscious choice to elevate them. And that might require a little bit of change on your part about how things are done. I've coached enough people to know that there are times where there's people in your business that are ready for the opportunity to be a manager. They're ready for the opportunity to grow. And the only thing stopping them is the owner because the owner won't get out of the way. And when you won't get out of the way, all you're doing is you're creating less momentum. Okay. You're actually diminishing the momentum that the person has that they're trying to build. Okay. So for example, you know, let's say you have a a small team of three and you're working alongside them and the customer has a question. And essentially what you're doing out of habit is you're answering the question instead of saying, you know what, actually let Brian take care of that one. He'll answer for you. He, He he's in charge today. Something as simple as that is going to create such a different mindset for Brian. Brian is going to feel empowered. Okay. And it's going to, it's going to, what you're going to do is you're going to continue to do that. And as, as soon enough, it's going to be, Brian, you're in charge of this one. You're introducing Brian to the customer and you're leaving. Um, and, and you know, you got to get, be okay with that. And you've got to be okay with them not doing it exactly how you're going to be doing it. Um, and where I get with this is, is that this is how you develop loyal leaders because essentially Brian maybe have, has never had an opportunity to lead. He's probably never had an opportunity to manage. He's probably ha- never had an opportunity to grow. And you gave that person that opportunity. And what it did was, uh, you know, it made him feel empowered. It made him feel um, a part of something greater than just being an employee. He's no longer a constituent. He's now a confidant. And this is how you build this. You know, people look at a company like mine and and I'm sure you would like to get there to where things are running themselves. But this is a result of relationship building for four or five years of 
relationship building and helping and being there and having empathy and caring and having humility and and creating leaders and being okay with not having control of everything and fixing mistakes and apologizing for mistakes that I didn't make and not not trying to strangle my business and trying to be in control. Um, and I think a lot of us feel as though we have to be. So I hope this helps. Uh, I don't know where it came from today. It was just on my heart to talk about leadership, to talk about growth, uh, to talk about the mindset of what it's going to take to be a leader that someone wants to follow, that wants to be, uh, that, that, that people want to be led by. Um, and ultimately, if you can narrow down these principles, you can you can duplicate them. And, you know, the secret to success um, in my personal opinion, is cultivating leaders. It's hard to find leaders who are already leaders. Typically, they own and operate their own business, uh, but you can sure create them. So uh, I appreciate you guys listening. As always, I hope this was helpful. Uh, if it was, hit me up on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about it, at Contractor Coach, and we'll talk soon. Thanks, guys. Drip Jobs CRM is finally here. That's right. So Drip Jobs is an automation platform for contractors, home service professionals that's going to automatically follow up with your customers. It's going to allow you to send invoices, estimates. It's going to allow you to send out blast marketing emails to individuals based on where they are in the buying process. This software is next level. And I'm reaching out to you. You're a listener of this podcast, and I want you to be one of the first ones to give it a shot. So if you want to see what Drip Jobs can do for your business, I'd love for you to head over to dripjobs.com, sign up for a free demo and get your team involved and let us sit with you and show you how powerful this software is. It's going to save you time. It's going to make you money and you're going to love the features that are built into Drip Jobs. So if you want to check it out, head over to dripjobs.com and we will give you first priority being a podcast listener uh, to be one of the very first to try out Drip Jobs in your home service business. I'm super excited to share that with you and I'll catch you on the next episode.